Well, Ulysses, we love to do it each and every time. Mailbag episode. Yes, we uh, go all over what the offseason entails for the race. So let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the social media channels x and instagram at lockdown rays and email us anytime love the mailbag questions as per usual lockdown rays at gmail.com without further ado let's get right into it we have a trio of mailbag questions to dive into this first one here from our buddy michael Begg. he says hey guys there's been decent buzz on a rosarena and paredes being shopped around Given the fact we just swapped Margot for DeLuca and Camonero slash Mead can man third base, maybe Bendix and the Marlins look like a decent match. Jesus Lazardo has been mentioned in trade rumors. The Marlins bullpen has a few arms that would look nice in our stable. Scott, Nardi, Puck, and so on. What are your thoughts on some combo of Randy and or Isak for Lazardo? and a bullpen arm or two. Obviously, there would be additional details in any potential trade. Looking forward to your thoughts. As always, thank you for the podcast. Well, thank you, uh, Mike, for sending this in and for participating in the community. It's really cool to, to have uh, people like you in the community. Um, dude, okay, so first, Jesus Lusardo, he is obviously a recipient of the now well-known Venezuelan bump. So Correct. he gets that automatically. And well-deserved uh, based on uh, his recent performance. My goodness, if you haven't known uh, about Lazardo, this is me telling you his 2023 numbers. 178 and two-third innings pitch, a K rate of 28.1, walk rate of 7.4. He had an ERA of 3.58. He was a 3.7 war player. So all of that to say is he's a pretty darn good pitcher. Yeah. pretty pretty good um now i've said this i think that the the pitching depth of the race is as thin as we have ever seen it in years past mm-hmm. uh, we the seven and eight names might not be as comfortable yeah. seven eight nine and as, as uncertain past. with the rehabilitation of Rasmussen and Boz and Springs and their timetables. And then what can we really truly expect from Zach Littell and Taj Bradley? Like we should have known. And I mean, Pepio for that matter as well, really the, the known quantities are Eflin and Savali. And then other guys have major, major question marks on the books. I mean, yeah. And and I know that, you know, we, we can be as, as Homer as we can, but when you look at that rotation, um, Eflin, you're right. He's the only known quality. And even then, he just had his best career year with the race last year. Um, so he like that that was his best. Some people just have peaks. Is that his peak? Right. So that so that in itself is a question mark. Savale, he's an unknown quantity. Littell, 
Do you really think he's going to do the same thing? Like, can you really put your hand on the fire for that? Pepio, small sample size. Awesome. Small, small, right. small sample size. And Tash Bradley, up and down uh, season, really, as, a, as you would expect a rookie to have. So Shane Boss coming from TJ. Like, I just a lot of question yeah. marks in the pitching uh, rotation, the five and then six, seven, eight. You're talking Mason Montgomery, who's never seen uh, major league action. You're talking uh, Jacob Lopez, who's seen 10 innings of, hey, we really need, can you take these innings that nobody wants to take, Jacob? Yeah. Okay, here, here you go. Um, so th that's his experience. So just a lot of question marks that we have never ha had to experience as a race fan for the last like 15 years. So it is a little bit unsettling. Um, so a trade for a Lizardo would, I would welcome it. I would welcome right. it. Except for the fact that as a race fan, if you had to, you know, trust the front office in something, would it be the offense or would it be the pitching? I think that's as easy as a question as one can post. That would be the pitching. I would trust race front office over pitching over offense any day of the week. So am I really going to just give away Randy or not give away, but just trade Randy or trade Isak yeah. when you can't really say that the offense is going to be as awesome as we saw it in 2021 and in 2023. I don't know, man. Would you trade Isak Paredes straight up for Jesus Lazardo? And I should note that Lazardo arbitration eligible in 2024 or this year as well. Uh, he's a free agent or said to be a free agent in 2027. He is represented by Scott Boris. See, yeah, you already you already gave me a, a, a pretty good con there um, with with Lazardo. Maybe the the Rays do a uh, with again being represented by Boris. It's highly highly unlikely, but a trade. Isak for Lazardo contingent on Lazardo signing a contract extension <laughs> with Tampa Bay. Um, See, the, the thing with Isak, though, is that he's so young and he just popped off like you really want to see what he can do. And like maybe can you can you can he be a guy that you can build around? Can he be a Brendan Lau? Can, can he be a core piece of 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 the team? I don't know. I feel even though I've stated everything that's wrong with the pitching depth right now, that I love Lazard and what he can do, I don't think I make that trade. Would you be less likely or more likely to make a trade if you swap out Paredes for a Rosarena? I will tell you something else. I think I would be more okay with this trade if Wander Franco was a clear yes in the lineup. Mm. If Wander Franco is in the lineup 100%, I'm like, yeah, okay, I would do Randy for Lazardo. Yeah, right. okay, I think I could do Isak for for Lazardo. Isak, though, I think I, I would keep more than Randy just because of the age yeah. um, and, and just the power potential. And that's um, probably why, well, who knows what the Marlins want exactly, but I do know that they are fiending for more offense i think their pitching is in a pretty good shape although the reports are like hey we're not trading lazardo if you want edward cabrera or trevor rogers okay but lazardo is more so off the table and i mean looking at their depth chart i think they're okay in the outfield with de la cruz sanchez and chisholm i think it's infield middle infield that might need a boost and that's kind of where as michael pointed out and then i added to uh paredes might be a good yeah fit for them 
Um, although I, man, talk about, I, I know the Marlins, um, you know, always hurting for attendance, but having a, a Cuban connection and a Randy connection, I like to see what they're like, if they can't get any movement going with a, a Randy land of their own, there's just, I, I just assume there's no hope for them whatsoever as far as drawing fans in. Just yeah, no, that that would be sick for Miami to have a, a big Cuban star like Randy like that. Yeah, that would be huge. But uh, I I just I can't see myself do it, doing this straight, even with the pitching question marks that we have. Right. I, I just I, I can't. But Wander, the Wander situation is just, you know, looming over all of us, because yeah. if, if if he was a clear, yes, he's a shortstop, then I I think I make both trades either for Randy or for Isak. I think I make right. both. I don't know. Do you feel the same way? Well, um, I mean, it, it depends what the deal is and, and what's coming back. Um, I'm sort of vacillating between multiple scenarios because I do want to see Junior Caminero and Curtis Mead and other guys get an opportunity. But you also, that's a lot of offense and power and star potential um, that you may or may not be giving up in Isak Pretis and Randy Rosarena. But I will say this, um, I'm glad that Michael brought this to our attention because I think more deals are in the works in the future between these two organizations. I mean, Peter Bendix has already shown his hand of, yeah, we'll, we'll work with the Rays. We'll work with my former employer. We'll acquire guys like Christian Bethencourt. So there is a soft spot soft spot in his heart or uh, with the Rays and or Rays players. So not so sure, not so likely that, you know, an Isak and or Randy trade would line up for a Lizardo or some other pitcher. But I think more, more moves, more deals are um, on the come up in the future. And, and, and I think, the, you know, the, the Marlins, they're, nearing that point of like, okay, we, we need to compete for a playoff spot after going 84 and 78 last year. Yeah. And they sneaked in. Can they do a little bit better and, you know, getting more, more help on the offensive side would definitely help that. But I, I agree. Bendix and, and the race do have that, you know, that connection. It's, it's going to keep going because we've seen it with the Dodgers too. Andrew yes. Friedman and, and the race have, have had multiple deals, multiple deals. So uh, they know each other. They know how they work. They know how they think. They know how it, it, they evaluate the players. So mm -hmm. it makes sense that this would happen also with Miami. All right. Uh, we have more questions to dive into. But first, we have to tell you this. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. They are America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's a hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. So, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action than right this very moment. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options such as spreads, player props, over unders, and so much more. So, go ahead, pay attention right now. FanDuel.com/slash locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to kick off the NFL season. I'll repeat it again. FanDuel.com slash locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. FanDuel, they are an official partner of the NFL. All right. Um, well, we mentioned uh, the Dodgers 
briefly here, and that kind of ties in with this next mailbag question we've received from Virginia Deck. Virginia says, the Dodgers will have everyone. The dream team, the Rays, will not beat them. I guess the only thing left to do is go get some ammo to beat up on the Yankees, Orioles, Blue Jays, and Red Sox. That's what we do. Uh, well, Virginia, thank you for writing to us. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, they look like a super team right now. They look like yeah. the Monstars. Uh, mm-hmm. And look, if, if if you're a Dodgers fan, like, how can you not be so happy? I mean, you've got that top three is going to be insane. Like, you got Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, and then Shohei Otani. Like, gosh, and Clayton Kershaw as well. I mean, you have four Hall of Famers when you add those four together. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just insane what they have done. And, you know, I saw an interview with Tyler Glass now, and he, uh, he was saying what we've all said, but it's kind of cool to see it from a baseball player to say it. He's like, yeah, the the Dodgers are the Rays with cash. Yeah. That's, that's what they are. And so – we, I think, as a race fan, you 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 can't hate too much on the Dodgers because they do what the Rays do as well. They just have the biggest the biggest wallet, you know. Right. Um. And I don't think I think it's silly when when race fans go like, "Oh, you're just buying a championship," which you know, of course, that that get that gets us upset if there's no player development. But the Dodgers have player development. Yeah, they have an They're amazing. The they have the whole package. So, like, can you really be upset that they that they also have a, a big wallet? Like, we would love a big wallet. Are you right. kidding me? We would love to do that. Like, don't the um, the Lightning have a pretty good uh, payroll? Right. I, I'm. You know. You know. I don't know about hockey. Do you know about hockey playoff uh, hockey uh, payroll? Why? Well, my understanding is they do have a salary cap, so that does. Take that some does, into okay. Account. But no, your point is well taken. I mean, it, it's all about what you're looking for. I mean, people complain if a team is too good. People complain if a team is tanking. Like, what are the Dodgers supposed to do? They're they're essentially as perfect and as well run as any organization in baseball, and they have the money, sort of like the Atlanta Braves, for instance. Now, what is I guess a little bit disappointing in my eyes is that you know, with the Otani contract and the deferment, like Evan mentioned and so many others have mentioned over the last several weeks, like that is a loophole that I think has to be contained or situated or taken into account in some shape or form, because you can't let that happen continuously. And, you know, I, I would expect just based on the setup that they have now, like I would not be surprised if, if they go out and, and do monster things and win three, four championships over the next decade. But the great thing about baseball and the playoffs, I mean, maybe it's, it's the worst thing and the best thing, however you want to look at it is there is a lot of parody in the playoffs and the playoffs are notoriously unpredictable. Um, though, you know, having star power usually does help you strike fear and gives you an advantage, but, who would have expected the Arizona Diamondbacks to make it to the World Series this year? So um, things things can happen. Circumstances can happen. Um, and the other thing, too, about this with, um, with the Dodgers and the Otani contract is, like, we talk about um, them having 
everything, player development in the payroll. They also have the, um, the man himself, Andrew Friedman, where like everybody wants to play or work for or work with him. The fact that there is a clause in Otani's contract that uh, he can opt out if, if Friedman and uh, one of the other executives leaves, it, that's a lot of, that's a lot of weight on a guy. And that, that just tells you the type of boss and leader uh, that Friedman is and that, you know, people matter at the end of the day too. Tell, tell me if, tell me Andrew Friedman, uh, when that thing was actually signed, he was, tell me he wasn't just like the, just mm-hmm. dancing on the sky, like cloud nine, just the happiest man ever. Like I've, this is, that's like tenure. A tenured yeah, professor, like basically, you can't. I can do nothing wrong. Like, just take off all the pressure. Just completely eradicate all the pressure, because you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be there. Like that's that's really cool. And you and you earn that with with the moves that he's made and 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 and, and the wit and 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 you know just the development that he's done in the in the in the minor leagues. Like everything, um, and the success and the wanting to keep succeeding you know because a quote came out that when they were courting shohei that they had mentioned that the last like decade was a failure because Mm. they had not really won more than the 2020 world series ring like dang that like that's a different level of expecting because like i've never heard eric neander or kevin cash talk about the last five years as a failure which by the way i don't think it is i don't think the last five years as a race fan have been a failure i think we want more than uh than just getting into the playoffs i think we're above that but the dodgers saying that what they have done which is basically run the west 10 of their last 11 years and the one year they didn't win the division was by one game when they won 106 games yeah that's a failure. Like there's a different echelon, you know, in, in teams. And that's where the Dodgers are. Like, that's crazy. Uh, before we move on here, by the time that Shohei Otani's tenure is up in a Dodgers uniform, will the Rays have won or secured at least one ring? God, please, please. I can't, I can't be. I still need to be considered young when the Rays win their first title. I can't just be like an old man. Think about how much time that is. That's like five years into the new stadium. Yeah. Being open. What we think is anyway. I I can't. I can't have it. I can't be in my 40s, bro. I got I have to be in my 30s. I can't. I can't deal because I'm gonna I'm gonna go nuts. When that happens, and I want everybody here to know that I'm gonna go nuts when that happens. And you can't go nuts when you're 40 plus. You can't. Yeah. You can't. It's just like, uh, dude, calm down. You can't, leave like, the, ah. the, you can't leave the stroller idle. You have to uh... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are you fun. telling me that um uh first responders or or you know public works crew they're gonna have to grease the light poles in ebor city to prevent you from climb or i guess st petersburg to prevent I, you I, from climbing up them like uh, philadelphia fans exactly yeah there, a lot of grease has got to be put on on, on them poles because yeah, yeah it's gonna be nuts it's gonna be crazy it's i might buy a boat for the boat parade 
might buy myself a boat, then return it after 30 days free, right? That's how that works, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think something like that. <laughs> people who can afford to buy boats we'll have to ask them yeah uh, all right so there it is a good question from virginia or, or statement there i should say uh this next one from ty mccann another og listener says out of the available free agents other than longoria and kiermeyer which player would you most like to see the rays bring back for a reunion Ooh. so you got to take longoria out of the equation and kiermeyer out of the equation I presume everybody else is on the table. Uh, great question, Ty, as always. Thank you for for being part of this community. Um, from the beginning, man. From the beginning, Ty, big shout out. Ty, man, you don't like this answer, but uh, I'm good. I if You, you don't want any former if you see, X-rays. If you see not Kurt, even Jordan Luplo. If you see Kurt Casale's numbers... No, thank you, fam. If you see David Peralta's numbers, I'm all set. If you see Brad Miller, you walk the other way. Will Myers, woof. Just, yeah. they, their time has gone. Their time has passed. They're fantastic ballplayers. They had fantastic careers. Don't need to see them in a raised uniform. Highly unlikely and unrealistic and not going to happen quite frankly, but you wouldn't even want to see Blake Snell in a raised uniform again. I took out into account the salary and the years and how that could theoretically hamstring the franchise to some extent. So taking that out, taking the monetary. No, no, no. Taking that into consideration. Oh, taking into consideration. No, I mean, no, I can't mean you're good. Yeah. Cause I just know that, that, that Stu is, you know, Stu just said no to 25 mil. So yeah. how is he going to say to 150, 200? Mm. See, I, I'm, I don't want to say I'm totally surprised, but I think we are kind of moving in, in another period of Ray's era where it's like, okay, let's give some other guys a shot. Let's see who can be the next Kiermaier in Longoria, whether it's Caminero, Mead, yeah. Wander Franco, if and when he returns and so on. But, um, not even Tommy Pham to to kick and whip the young players into shape and maybe have a strong postseason run, or it's just like, hey, let's we've already traded Glass now, we've already traded Man uh, Margot. There might be other. There's pitching injuries galore, pitching uncertainty galore. Um, let hey let let's give everybody a shot. This is the 2024. Everybody gets a. a a shot at the the apple. Well, this is the thing. I went with what do the Rays need? Catching. So I went Casali. No way I want Casali. No way I want Mike Zonino. Right? So what's another position that the Rays need? Maybe an outfield position. Well, I'm not taking Will Myers and I'm not taking David Peralta. Um, maybe you're like, okay, well, you need maybe a utility guy. Brad Miller. No chance. Uh, or as our friend of the pod, David Sampson, would say, no chance, totally pants. Mm-hmm. Um, then with Tommy Pham, you know I love me some Tommy Pham. I think the Rays definitely need some veteran leadership in that clubhouse because they're all kids, basically, there. And I can say that because I'm 32 years old and I'm older than Zach Eflin, damn it. Damn. Are you really? Wow, I didn't think about that. I know. Isn't that crazy? We're both older than Zach Eflin. Anyway. 
depression. Um, yeah. So yeah, Tommy Pham, I would think would be great, but then where does he play? Who's at bats does he take out? Is he going to be a, Hey, a spot start in the corner outfield and then you can DH most of the day. So Harold Ramirez is gone. Well, then I don't really get to see a lot of Kemnero and Mead because yeah. if Harold goes, then that's where I want those at bats to go to. So really, you're kind of your hands are tied here. Yeah. With, like, with who you can and here we back. go. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Like you trade Harold Ramirez, which legitimately could happen, and then you go out and sign Tommy Pham. Like, why? What was the point? You might. I'd rather have Harold Ramirez. Yeah. Um. You got a good thing going there, I think, anyway. Yeah. Um, now I'll say, and I just for the redemption factor and comeback factor, and it being, you know, a low signing risk, I guess, is I would actually like to see the Rays, you know, give a minor league deal, invite to spring training to Austin Meadows. Just for that little little hope of maybe he can uh get back that uh 30 home run 90 rbi potential look it's his career is probably done and shot and more so over with but um just you know just giving him that opportunity i guess and and quite frankly i'd like to learn a little bit about you know his struggles and what he's been going through and what led to some of his uh, mental health and anxiety issues and i mean if you're talking about you know, being a semblance of his former self when he was in a raise uniform, there's your corner outfielder, there's your lefty bat. So I would, I I think there is not a race fan. I don't want to believe that there's a race fan in the world that would not be okay with a minor league contract and a uh, spring training invite to Austin Meadows. I think we would, yeah. we would finally achieve something that is unheard of, which is I 100% yes on any kind of question. Uh, yeah. I'm, I sign me up, sign me up because, uh, you know, you want to help out if you're if you're a, a team like the race to somebody that, you know, you had in your organization. It didn't work out for him. Hopefully something you, you can catch lightning in a bottle. Um, but just as a human thing, as a as a goodwill sign, I think that would be a terrific thing for the race to do. Yeah, man, I wonder because I, I remember there were rumblings of him being approached about a contract extension and what that number and figure was. And if it was 25, yeah. 30, 40 million dollars, like if he's looking back and saying, man, why didn't I sign that extension? Maybe that goes back to the, the struggle he's going through of the, the regret. Yeah. Maybe. Who, Cause then they who, send you to Detroit and you're like, son of a what? Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just a, a tough situation for sure. But I think that would be a, you know, a nice um, route for spring training storyline and just something I'm all about um, second chances, third chances. And it's not like he did anything bad. It's just something that um, he has to, to work through and fight through. And I mean, he's <laughs> in his prime. I mean, he's still 28 years old. I mean, when he was going strong, oh, yeah. he was an all-star. Who's I mean, an all-star? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, a hundred percent. I'm I'm in. If there's a petition, I'll sign it. Yeah. No, but uh, I mean, if you look up and down the uh, the free agent listings, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of former Rays, as you know, shouldn't be surprising. A lot of uh, relief options 
as well. I mean, mm-hmm. G-Man Choi is technically out yeah. there. Uh, Matt Duffy, Jesus Aguilar. I mean, it's it's an endless, endless. Apparently, you've got. Aguilar is going to Japan. Oh, okay. Well, good yeah. for him. Yeah, sometimes yeah. that that might be the best uh, move and play yeah. for for some guys too. Um, hey, we we already signed our uh, our uh, X Ray and uh, Erasmo Ramirez, so we there you go. we fit that quota there. So, all right. Uh, thank you for the questions. Always enjoy them. In the meantime, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you later. If I can find the outro here, yes. <laughs> <laughs>